Yeah, hello everyone and welcome to the African Leadership Connect. My name is Michael Nanaya Unimo and I'll be your host. Let, let me just chip in this. Um, on the, you made mention of the budget issue. You know, one mm -hmm. thing I always advise people is that when you have a budget, once you get your money, take away your, I mean, for those of us who are religious, you take away our tithes, and then your investment and savings, just put it away. Some way, somehow, you'll be able to survive on what is left. But Very if true. you decide to spend before you invest, you will never invest. Yeah. So it's one of the things I've been advising people to do. You invest. Some way, somehow, you survive through the month. Yeah. So it's a very important thing. Yeah. And, and I think it's good you mentioned, I mean, for those who, who believe in tithe or everything, I've realized yeah. that the times I missed my tithe, at the time mm -hmm. that I did not take it off first. I said, oh, you know what, you let me deal with these things. I'll, I'll, I'll pay it. And then before you realize, you're like, okay, if I should take this off my account, I'm down to zero. And then that is where you're like, God, you understand. You should understand, God, I'll do better next month. It's, it's very true. First, take it off. And I think yeah. you'll survive some way. You'll survive some way, somehow. You will survive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. This is great, Ernest. Yeah. Uh, so now we know about securing our financial future. Uh, so what yeah. tools and resources are available to mm. those who want to secure their finances? And so that is a two-part question. So what tools and resources are available to those who are interested in securing their financial, um, to securing their future or financial future? And then yeah. these tools and resources, where can they even assess them? All right. So I think um, at the moment, there are a number of um, should I say, let me, let me tackle the tools first. The number of tools available via the internet, even on our phones. When you go to App Store or Play Store, there are apps that can help you in budgeting, apps that can help you in personal finance planning. For example, there's what we call Mint or WineUp. These can help you to properly structure your funds. And some of them even have prompters such that based on certain metrics or parameters you set, be able to prompt you when you are going off by budget or when you are when you are i mean when you are doing things right and so those of us who have smartphones either an iphone or um, i mean uh, an android just go on to play store or app store try to i mean type out or search uh, financial planning tools or budgeting tools a number of these tools will come up that can be very very useful for you there are so many calculators out there you can get to help you to even project. For example, if I put in 500 CDs, assuming an interest rate of say 15%, how much am I likely to get in the next two years, four years? You know, all these things are available over the internet and even on our phones. And so at the moment, we do not have excuses not to plan our finances. They are just right on our doorsteps. On the resources, I would say that there are a number of books online the number of articles that people have written on personal finance, which now you can even get them in PDF. You don't even have to buy the book physically to read and pay for it. You can get it online and then read. One of the books I even recommend is The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas J. Stanley. It's a very good book for those of us who want to, uh, I mean, secure our financial future. It can really, really help us. And this popular book too by Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad is a very, very powerful book. I think most of our uh, young men who are trying, young women who are trying to make it financially, let's try and read some of these books. And then, and one, one other important thing is that professional advice 
or an expert advice is also a resource that we shouldn't do without. It is very, very important. Let's try as much as possible to, to I mean, if you know someone who, who understands finance, who understands personal finance or investing, speak to that person. It, that person is enough resource for you to tap into. And then I would say that have accountability partners. It's also another resource, people who can keep you in check. You can have your budget, you can share with someone you trust so much. So at the end of the, maybe at, at the end of two weeks or depending on the frequency, I'll come back to you to run you through what I've spent on, what I've used my money for. It helps to keep you in check so that at the end of the day, we are all working towards meeting our financial objectives. So these are some of the things that, and Excel, Excel is a very powerful tool, Excel. Microsoft Excel, very, very powerful tool that can help, help us in financial planning. I was about to ask you, some of us are old school. I have, I have mine in Excel, just simple. Yeah. Expenditure yeah. and then income. income. Income in green, expenditure in red. Anything in, in red, subtract, subtract exactly. from it. Simple, simple. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. so thank you, Ernest. Uh, thank you very much. So you've mm -hmm. told us about um, tools, some of the tools where to find them. We've talked about the mm. app store, you've now talked about Excel, and then the resources yeah. you've talked about books and articles, which is great. Mm. Like things that you yeah. can read to inspire, to inspire you to know more mm. about some of these things. You've talked about the millionaire next door. I've not read that one. I've written it down. I'm going to mm. check it out. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I yeah. think I read it whilst I was on campus so many years yeah. ago. And then there's something you mentioned, you talked about professional and expert advice. And I underline yeah. professional and experts, not just the advice, but talking to a professional. Yeah. And I think yeah. this is where some of us are a little bit hesitant when it comes to mm. it's okay. Mm. Are people even willing to spend just a little bit, um, mm. let's say to get a qualified person to take them through some mm. of these. Uh, mm. But I can also mm. say that some of these things, not all of them that you have to pay for, there's, I believe, yeah. resources or platforms online where you can talk to people, experts mm. in certain industries, and they can give mm. you some sort of free. Of course, free is always limited. Mm. Yeah, but if you really um, want to go big on securing your financial future, I believe at some point you have to pay something later. Yeah. And that's yeah. why if you look at the billionaires, um, the millionaires, the thousand years mm. who are serious about growing their world, they always have like yeah. a financial advisor as part of their team, yes. a fund manager. Yes. Some even have a wealth manager who wealth basically manager. job yeah, is just to manage their wealth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I, I believe, yeah, this is very important uh, advice. Mm. And something that you mentioned that personally, I even took notes and I said I don't have, mm. is an accountability mm. partner. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you, especially you need this the most when you are starting off savings or you are starting mm. off something. Because yeah. I, I realized when I wanted to actually start being serious about securing my financial future and I started budgeting, I believe the first six months, it was just terrible. Like uh, one month <laughs> I'm on top, the next month I've thrown the budget away somewhere. I'm like, you know what, this is just difficult. But then yeah. because like how I persevered, it got to the point mm. that consistently I'm doing it. But I will encourage yeah. that if you are starting off, especially, mm. find someone that you can say, hey, this is what I want to do. And as you mentioned, someone you can trust. 
someone yes. will not be shy of showing your mm. salary, seeing maybe how exactly. much you are earning. And then yeah. knowing that, oh, okay, so after everything, this is what you are earning. Mm. And you move around like you own the world or something like that. But I believe yeah. this is very important. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, let, me just, uh, let me just say two things. Okay. One thing I left out was YouTube channels as well. Okay. You can get a lot of information on YouTube, on personal finance. And then when you were speaking about people not wanting to pay for financial advice, it, it, I think some months ago, I, I had a show on financial health, assessing your financial health. And I likened financial health to our physical health. And the fact that we are always willing to go to the hospital to pay for the services of a doctor. But we forget that there's an aspect of our lives which is, can be classified as, is, is, you can look at it from that perspective as well. That's our financial health, which we also have to pay particular attention to. And I said that almost all of our life's goals have financial implications. So even going to the hospital to do that check, you need to pay for it. Yeah. And so why wouldn't you take your financial health seriously? Why wouldn't you pay for an expert advice when you can pay for uh, I mean, your physical health. So these yeah. are the way, some of the things that we need to consider to help us to have a proper financial life. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, when it comes to health, everyone understands. Yeah, actually, people yeah. will tell you the, the, the more you are paying for it, that means the better services you are getting because they believe exactly. that if they charge you more, then there's something they are doing that is very well, that, that's yes. very good. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Ernest. Uh, this is an awesome education about securing our financial uh, future. Yeah. So uh, we are mid um, of the discussion. And quickly, I just want to know any pitfalls. I think some of these we've mentioned mm -hmm. there uh, retrospectively, okay. but I just wanted to know any pitfalls that we should be wary of or try to avoid right. in order to secure a All great right. financial future for ourselves. Mm. I think one of the, or the most critical thing for me is procrastination, procrastination. The, the thing is that you listen to financial talks, you are fired up, you want to do more. I'll start today, I'll start tomorrow. The next thing, one year has passed, you haven't done anything. I think that the best time to start is now. Tomorrow may be too late. And so procrastination is something that we need to try and avoid when it comes to planning for our future financially. We need to act now. The other thing is lack of discipline. See, financial planning is, 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 it hinges on discipline. Because if I set goals today, if I have a budget today, if I have plans today, and I'm not able to keep up to them, then I miss the whole thing. So lack of discipline is something that we need to be wary of, we need to watch out for. The other thing is not keeping track of our expenses. And that's where we, we tackled, we, we, I mean, we spoke about the budget. You need to track where your money is going. If money is coming, you know where your money is coming, coming from. Why wouldn't you track where the money is going? It is very important. Very, very important that we track our expenses. And then uh, lack of making, uninform, I mean, or making uninformed decisions. So you, you want to take a financial move. You have no clue. You don't have any idea how it works. And then you just jump onto the boat and then you are gone. It is a very um, suicidal thing to do. And that's why most of us in our part of our world have lost a lot of money because we, we thought, okay, everybody's doing it. Let me also go that route without yeah. having enough knowledge about how the thing works. Yeah. 
So experts are not seeking expert advice is one of the things we need to watch out for. If you don't have knowledge about it, speak to somebody who knows about it. Let the person guide you. And then um, those of us who live from paycheck to paycheck, it is a very bad habit. There's your salary comes and the next thing is that you are looking forward to the next payday. It is not right. It will not help you to achieve or secure your financial future. You need to have room. Don't live from paycheck to paycheck. Have some savings. It's something we need to watch out for. We also need to, uh, one thing we need to avoid is taking debt to finance things that do not appreciate in value or consumables. It is very, very important because I've seen a number of young people who have taken loans because everybody else is taking loans and spending the loans on things that really do not add value. Remember, when you take loan, you are paying for it, paying for, I mean, the amount you have taken as well as the interest for somebody loaning their money to you. It is very, very important. So loans are not free. Debt is not free. And so you need to take debt to finance things that appreciate in value. One common thing you will see in a part of the world is people taking loans to marry. Why can't you, if it is 10,000 CDs, I'm talking CDs because I'm in Ghana, if it's 10,000 CDs I have, why can't I structure my wedding in, in, in within the 10,000? Do I have to borrow to finance my wedding and then I enter into marriage starting off on the on a, on a, on a death mode. That distorts a lot of things. Yeah, so we need to. You are we shaking to the tables, Ernest. Now you are the shaking tables, the yeah, tables. Yeah, I know that <laughs> the tables I'm shaking is a very delicate one, I know. But you see, if we want to really secure our future, it is, it is very important. One, let me just delve into this. This is off record. But you see, one of the things that may bring problems in marriage is money. If there is no money, you can have problems in your marriage. And so you go and take loan, you marry, you start off in marriage and you are struggling financially. Trust me, you never find happiness at home. And so we need to understand some of these things. <clears throat> take, money, take loans to do things that appreciate in value. If it's a house you are financing, that, that's good. You can do that. If it's, if it's a um, car that will generate future income to you, that is fine. We need to watch where we draw the line between uh, things that appreciate in value and things that depreciate in value. And then let me also add this, that mistake that we usually make is the fact that trying to build our dream house as our first house. This is important because what will happen is that you may not have the funds to complete your dream house and that house will not be in a state that you can stay in. So you end up paying rent on one side and yet you've not been able to complete your house. In Ghana here, rent is very expensive. Or should I say housing is very expensive, whether you are renting or you are buying or you are building. And so if you decide to go the route of building my four-bedroom house or five-bedroom house, my dream house, trust me, by the time you finish building that house, your children would have left to go and marry. And you now <laughs> complete the house and you'll be staying in the house alone and the rooms will be gathering dust and cobwebs. So we need to be uh, prudent when it comes to our housing decisions. If you are starting off and you can afford a two-bedroom house, a single room, or a one-bedroom house, build it, stay in there, and avoid paying rent at a very early stage. Mm -hmm. And then once you are done, then you can have all the time in the world to put up that dream house, but don't start off with a dream house. 
you may end up not completing and you will still be paying off rent. And then let me just add this last one. Uh, taking uh, more debt than you can afford. So you, you go in for loans with very high interest rates and then you are paying. Meanwhile, you can't afford. So by the time you are done paying off the loan for that particular month, all your money is gone. You can't do any other thing again. It doesn't help you. From a net worth perspective, it doesn't help to improve your position. You just be depleting. You not be. You just be paying off so much in debt, but at the same time, you are not building any value for yourself. So let's not take more debt than we can afford. Just so we 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 we, we don't end up spending a chunk of our income on debt financing, on debt financing. And then lastly, let me add this one that uh, let's not make financial decisions based on peer pressure or negative influence. What is good for A is not good for B. The fact that my friend is doing it doesn't mean I should also do it. Our situations are different. We all have different financial situations. Some people may have started off very well by, I mean, based on where they are coming from. Your family background may be very rich. My family background may not be rich. I can't do the things that you are doing. And so let's not take decisions because someone else has done same and so we don't want to do. Our situations are different. So let's try to avoid that as well. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I think this has been very deep. I think I had to write down almost everything you were talking about. So just to go over everything you, most of the, the salient points you mentioned, you talked about procrastination, procrastination and we all know how they say that uh, procrastination is a thief of time. Whereas of time, yeah. from, from primary school, I remember that one very well. Procrastination yeah. is a thief of time. And then you talked mm -hmm. of um, lack of discipline. I think like everything in life, it's all about discipline. If you, discipline, yeah. yeah, for me, I know like, yes, I want to be in a certain shape, but I'm not in that shape because I know I'm not disciplined when it comes to physical <laughs> exercise. So I can't yeah, blame yeah, anyone. Right. I can't blame anyone. I can't blame anyone. So when I look at my one pack, my one pack like that, I'm like, yes, I have one pack because I'm not willing to this work for time. the six pack. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's the same thing. Even in career, when you're building a career, uh, there's a certain level of consistency, dedication to the job that we do. Mm. I, I can't, you can't move from entry level to, let's say, where you are now as a general manager, as a director, as a CEO, by just doing things anyhow, by sleeping whenever mm. you want to sleep, by yeah. waking up whenever you want to wake up. If your work de demands that you have to be at office by 8 a.m., you have to be at the office by 8 a.m. And that is discipline. Mm -hmm. So I think like all things, um, like we do, if you want to start a business, it's discipline. You have to keep to it until you succeed. So the same thing goes with financial um, security. Yeah. We have to be disciplined. It's not easy saving the money. Sometimes you, you, yeah, sometimes that you just spend the money, but then having a, yeah. one thing I learned was having a budget and that comes to, not keeping track of expenses. You mentioned that as well. Mm. And personally, I've seen that, that the months that or the periods that I did not have a budget or go according to my budget, I just figure at the end of the month, I'm like, okay, where, where did I spend the money? Where did the yeah. money go? What did I spend the money on? I could not keep a great track of it. Like 50% of the money, I didn't know where it ended up. Mm. Maybe the mm. rent and mm. other things I could easily see. But then the rest of yeah. the money is, okay, I did not go out, but where is the money? So I think learning how to keep track is very important. 
of expense. Mm -hmm. And I think even if you have a budget, it helps you to preempt or plan for the month. Mm -hmm. For example, yes. if I know in November, some, things, some, some of the expenses are quite standard. Like you have to go to office. You have to incur transport costs one way or the other. If you are driving, you have to buy fuel. If you are not driving, you have to pay for public transport or other means to go. Uh, your rent, if you are renting, uh, if, you are, if you have your own house but it's on mortgage, maybe you know your mortgage mm -hmm. payment. Uh, if you have yeah. loans and deductions that are coming in, um, entertainment like maybe DSTV or whatever subscriptions that you have, mm -hmm. airtime, data, um, and yeah. like those things, you know, you know them. And then if you have a kid or you have a family, then you have also the family, maybe school fees. This period, I have to pay school fees, yeah. stuff like that. So actually, even before the month arrives, you know that, okay, this, I'm getting X, Y, Z, and X, Y is going into all of these. And maybe mm. Z is what we have as a family or as myself yeah. to spend. So it's very important, tracking, keeping track of expenses. Yeah. And then you talked about making uninformed decisions. I think it's very self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. We've already discussed having the experts to advise us on what we do. And yeah. then you talked about living paycheck to paycheck. And this comes in when you mentioned having a budget, having a savings, having a sort of something you put aside. Because one day, a paycheck will not come. And then yeah. Yeah. you'll be in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned taking debts to finance those things that do not appreciate. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's a story that if I should tell it now, the person will know I'm talking about him. So I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to say it <laughs> because it's so yeah. unique that yeah. But then I think there are several, and I think it ties into peer pressure, not letting peer mm -hmm. pressure that the mm -hmm. fact that you have a yeah. friend who has bought a house or who has built a house, so you also start aggressively pursuing a building project that you don't have the financial mm. stamina to complete yeah. buying a car mm. just for the sake of driving a nice car so that everyone will see that you've arrived. Mm. Yes, yes, that's very true. Um, then you talked yeah. about um, trying to build your dream house as your first, your dream home as your first house. Mm. Cut your coat according to your size. If you can afford it, all well and good. If you cannot start from yeah. somewhere, you'll get to that later. Um, yeah. yeah, and then you talked about taking more debts that you can afford. Very true. You have to know. I think um, that's why I've been in some countries like in Uganda, the government has a policy of certain deductions being capped at, I think, 50%. Mm -hmm. So okay. you can't go for a loan and then they take all your salary. So legally, certain deductions cannot go beyond 50% of your salary just to save people from taking too much loan, whereby at the end of the month, there is nothing. So these are things that I think you've made very clear. We have to be wary of the pitfalls we have to avoid. Yeah, thank mm. you. Thank you very much. Uh, we, we are coming to the end of our discussion. So before, before yeah. we wrap up things here, I just want to ask you, are there any three to four tips uh, that you want to give to the youth or the young ones? Um, to help them secure their financial future? Yes, um, one thing I would say, or a number of things I'll be talking about, financial security is a product of a good financial habit. And so if your financial habit is not right, it will be difficult to secure your financial future. So you need to start developing the right financial habits. 
And we need to understand that every good thing takes time. And so patience is very important when you want to secure your financial future. It can happen in a day, but it will happen over time once you keep up to the plan. There is this thing that I would, I would want to say is what we call the CEO principle. This is something that we all have to try to, 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 to adopt. The C stands for we need to cut costs as much as possible. One thing I've realized is that if I want to buy something, there is always an alternative or a substitute that may serve the same purpose, but I can get it at a lower cost. I need to also understand that, like I said, not everything is important now. Certain things, I can do them later. So we need to try to cut costs when we have to. The E stands for earning more. We can't achieve financial security when we are relying on just one source of income. You often hear people say that, let's have multiple streams of income. What else are you doing on the side? How well are you improving yourself so that you become more marketable? You can, you can earn extra income aside from the work you're doing. That way you'll be able to have a larger base in terms of um, income that is coming in to you and that will directly feed into securing your financial future. Then the O stands for optimizing your spending. Optimizing your spending. Let's sometimes do some shopping around when we want to spend so that we know we are paying for the things that we want at the lowest price. So take a moment to just find out if there is any best price out there. And so optimize your spending as much as possible. Don't just spend anyhow, but spend prudently. Let's also stay focused and committed. That this financial work or financial journey is not easy. I was telling that young man that the key thing is focus and being committed to your plan. Because when you have a plan, which is something that you can't do without in terms of securing a financial future, you must be focused and committed to that plan. Because it is out of that that you'll be able to achieve the plan that you have set for yourself. And also, let's have a modest lifestyle. See, one thing that usually happens with, with most of these young people is um, they always want to show off, in quote, some of them want to show off, want to live life as though I have it all. Even if you have it all, sometimes you, try have, to, you have to be modest in your spending, in your lifestyle. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed. The life you're having today is not guaranteed tomorrow. The resources you have at your disposal today doesn't mean you may have them tomorrow. Something may happen along the journey. And so let's try and have a modest lifestyle. I touched on earning more and, I, and, and just it ties into the fact that we need to invest in ourselves. We need to develop ourselves. We need to, we need to build our capacity. We need to enlarge ourselves to be able to do a lot more than we are currently doing. We need to perform above capacity. Let's not perform below our capacity. We all have a lot of potential in us, things that we can do that can, that can put us on a very high level in life. We need to try and invest in ourselves and then do that. And let's take extra efforts to be financially literate. We can't work this life if we know nothing about finance. Let's take the extra effort to read, to learn, to know something about finance because it will come handy, it will help us along the journey. And then let's start early. Let's start early. If you are hearing me today, if you are, if you are listening to this, this 
um, show, try as much as possible to start. If you haven't started anything, the time to start is now. Start now and you will not regret later. Finally, let me just say that you need to improve your net worth. Net worth is basically the difference between what you own, what we call assets, and what you owe, what we call liabilities or your financial obligations. So I always say that every financial move you make should be geared towards improving your net position or your net worth. So don't make financial moves that will reduce your net worth. Because at the end of the day, if you want to value you as an individual, you must have something in the positive, not a negative net worth. That is very dangerous. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow, 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 wow. That's, 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 this is intense. That's a lot of things you've been uh, bringing out today. Um, yes, I, I just, I'm going to go over some of the things that I'm picking up and these are profound statements coming from you. Uh, there's, you mentioned something about financial security is a result of good financial habits. Profound, 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 profound statements you made there. Um, you talked about having patience. It takes time to do something. And it tied in into, I think, one other thing that um, you mentioned, staying focused and committed. Because we live in a certain, I think, our generation, the generation we are in now, every, every, they, everyone wants something fast. There's fast food, fast communication. If you want to talk to someone, you just send a message, you just click tap, and then the person mm. receives it 4,000 kilometers away. Not mm. like when we were in school, I pen pals, those days of pen pals where you write a letter. <laughs> it takes three months, it takes three to four months before the person replies. Or It's just amazing how yeah. things have changed. And we are not that old. We are just talking about 20 years, 15 years, 10 years ago. But we live in a fast society. So there are so many people that even when I interact with, they think that, oh, you know, like when you sit in an interview and then you are interviewing someone for a job, this is entry level job, but then the person is talking big numbers and like, okay, because the person wants to just get a job that he can immediately rent that fine apartment somewhere, buy a car, nice car, driving it around. Everything yeah. is fast. Everything is fast, but we have to learn that the good things take time. Patience, the good things take time. And it's yeah. these things. I think there was a time I was discussing with someone the difference between being wealthy and being rich. And I told them mm. that there are those who are rich and then there are those who are wealthy. They are not in the same class. Mm. The wealthy mm. guys have built something for generations to come. Mm. In fact, generation mm. or two, after them will not have to suffer. But then the rich mm. ones are those that once their source of income is cut off, they are done. Mm. Yeah, they are That's done. The <laughs> they mm. have money today. Mm. But if that source of income is just cut off, they are done. That's it. True. Very, very true. And, and the one thing mm. is it took them time. Some of them, even it was not them who built where they are right now. It was started generations ago and they just keep adding on to it and adding yeah. on to it. So be, having patience is very critical. And something you have learned today is the CEO principle. Cut costs as much as possible. Look for substitutes yeah. and more. Don't rely on mm. your one source of income. If there's mm. any, any manager here listening to me, 
when your people start looking doing something on the side, don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not responsible for that. Uh, but yeah. even I think one word of advice because we are all working in some capacities, not mm. in our own businesses right now, is yes, but don't let that affect your primary source of exactly. Income. Exactly. Take your job you need serious. to draw the line. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You need to draw Take the your line. job serious. Yeah. And mm. then you talked about optimizing your spending. And I, I, mm. I think I put it, I wrote down here, research before purchase. Before mm. you buy mm. something, research, research, ask around what is the right price. There's nothing like mm. bargaining, bargaining. There's, it's a good thing, learning how to bargain sometimes to know that yeah. this is what normal people are or other people are paying. Mm -hmm. So I should not pay too much for that. And then you talked about staying focused and committed. I think you've already discussed that. I've gone through yeah. and then um, living a modest lifestyle. Very true. But also, mm. it all goes back to this social media generation we are in. Everyone yeah. wants to yeah. show off what they have because mm. you post a nice picture of you, two likes. But stand behind, <laughs> <laughs> stand behind a Bugatti or like something yeah. dressed in a certain yeah. way, and you get 2,000 likes, 3,000 likes. Yeah. That's so it. everyone is living for the glamour. Everyone is living mm. for social media, which is a pitfall we have to avoid. Mm. And then avoid, you talk yeah. something critical, investing in ourselves or developing ourselves. Uh, mm. I, I'm so much into development, personal development. So when I hear some mm. of these things, I can just mm. turn in and then talk about this for hours. But it's very mm. critical. Mm. It talks to earn more, you have to invest. You always have to show mm. why someone should pay you more for what you are doing. But that comes yeah. from investing. And I keep telling my leaders, those working at Amida, look, yes, you want higher salary, you want to be paid more, but what results are you delivering? Mm. 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 But you mm. can only deliver, yes, the company has some sort of responsibility to train you but you have to take personal ownership that this is where i see myself in the next three years four mm -hmm. years five years and in order for yeah. me to get there i have to invest in myself because mm -hmm. after all if you leave the company you live with the knowledge you live with the experience you live with what exactly. you invested in yourself you, you are never the lose the loser mm -hmm. <laughs> yes so yeah. we have to invest in ourselves yeah, mm. I, lo I, lo I love this one. And then you, you talked about take extra efforts to be financially literate. I think mm. you've given us the resources. You've told us where to find them. Instead of watching movies on YouTube or clips on YouTube or social mm. media, use these same tools. On these same platforms, they are educational things about financial literacy. Yeah. So instead of spending, and it's so easy to spend two hours on social media and not learn anything. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, eh? <laughs> That's why I deleted Facebook, Facebook from my phone because mm. I know that it's just on my laptop because I know that once mm. I go to Facebook, oh, I'm just replying to some messages. By the time I realize exactly. two hours is gone. Two hours is gone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is very true. We need to take extra efforts. The same way we take time to study about our jobs and etc. Let's take the time to study finances. Read books. You've given us some wonderful books uh, to read. Let me just go over some of them. You talked about the millionaire next door. 
which I'm going to read. Mm. You talked about rich that poor that, which is very popular. Mm. And then also you told us about where you can get. Just search. Sometimes it's just easy. Something comes to your yeah. mind. Just Google it. Thanks to Google now, and you can search for everything yeah. online nowadays. Just mm. get yourself educated. Learn something. Learn what interest is. What is interest? What is interest rates? What is the difference between, uh, let's say, treasury bills and stock? Learn some of these things. What is a fund? Fund management. Those, those kind of things. Learn something about finances. Very critical. And you talked about start early. Yes, that is mm -hmm. the optimal um, approach is to start early. But I also have to want to say that no matter where you are, you can always start. It's never too late. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You, you have to dig yourself out of a, a hole, but it, it's worth it. It's worth it because yeah. if you don't start yeah. early, you make bigger sacrifices. You make bigger yeah. sacrifices. But no matter where you are, I want to tell you, mm. it's good to start early. And I want to add something to what you said is, start early, start with whatever you have. You should not be making millions. Mm -hmm. I mean, those in Uganda or East Africa, maybe when I talk of millions of shillings or something, yeah. whatever you are earning, just put something aside and see it accumulate. I was talking to someone about savings and I told him, look, when I put in some money on the side, I consider it money lost. Like I've mm -hmm. lost that money. Assuming I've lost that money or I've spent that money on something, I will not get it back. So I forget about it that I've saved some money mm. somewhere. So no matter mm. what you have, just put a certain percentage. You've told us about the 50, 30, 20, 70, 30. There are different variations yeah. of it. There's the 60, 30, 10, so many variations. Check what works for you. Yeah. Check which approach exactly. works for you based on what you are earning, your age, your goals mm. for the future. And you use that to set a target for yourself. And then you talked about improve mm. your net worth, meaning basically in financial terms, you're, you are looking at your, if I should say, assets versus your liabilities. Yeah. You have to make yeah. sure that your assets outweigh your liabilities and you've, you've already taken us through knowing what is an asset. Where do I put my money? It's, it should appreciate. Mm. It should appreciate. Mm. You should appreciate. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, Ernest. Um, I don't know if there's any final yeah. words you want to have, uh, but we are at the end of this wonderful session. Um, personally, I've learned a lot about securing my financial future, and I hope it's also a blessing to everyone watching or listening. Like, personally, mm -hmm. I've learned a lot, and I look forward uh, to having you again on another episode. But thank you very much sure. today for the time today. Thank you too. Thank you. Too. I'm very, very grateful. Wow. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you everyone for watching um, or listening to this episode. Uh, I hope you found it as educative as I did. Um, I've kept notes. Literally, I have notes here. So many pages I've taken. Um, I hope you found it as educative as I have. Uh, let's keep the conversations going and just send your thoughts, your messages, comments. Uh, let's keep this conversation going. Um, I would like to know what you think about this. If you have any other topic, any form of discussion, or if you want to reach out to Ernest to know more about securing your financial future, I, I think you'll be very obliged to, to help anyone who is interested. You can yeah. reach out to me. I can um, connect you or 
to train your people, train you or anything, I'll be very happy to connect you. Yes. Um, see you all on our next episode. My name is Michael Nanaya Olimo, and I'm out. Thank <laughs> you.